I'm Kara, and welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. I believe that all of us possess unique gifts and talents that allow us to serve the world and our own growth in the highest possible way. Our lives are an expression of our thoughts, beliefs, and actions. And here, we will explore businesses, thought leaders, and topics designed to inspire, helping propel your own growth so you can live your best and most purposeful life. Welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. Welcome, everybody. In today's show, I talk with Sarah Centrella. She's a best-selling author, master life coach, empowerment speaker, and the creator of Future Boards, which we're going to talk a lot about today. And as we get ready for the new year, it's always a time for reflection. I know this year has been stranger than most, but you still have great power to create in your life and create a new story in the year ahead. So honestly, I think this episode couldn't come at a more perfect time. Now, Sarah has an incredible story. She is going to share how she hit absolute rock bottom. This is a crazy story. She was supporting three kids by herself, and that experience became the catalyst for her to really change her life. And boy, has she in absolutely incredible ways. Now, she's documented her unique process, and it's way more than a vision board. She calls it her future boards. And she's going to share more of her story and how she's now on a mission to help others manifest their ideal life as she's continuing to create and up-level her own. So I'm super pumped to share this interview with you, and it all starts now. So thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. Welcome, Sarah. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to uh, to chat manifesting with the like-minded. I love it. Oh, I love it too. And so, you know, we were introduced through a mutual friend and uh, he said, you know, you have to talk to Sarah because she would be perfect, you know, on your show. And uh, then I started, you know, reading more about you and your story and all that you've done, which is pretty incredible. You have a best-selling best-selling author, speaker. Um, you've been featured on all sorts of fabulous publications, CBS, Good Morning America. But you know, your story was not, it didn't start out that rosy, right? So take us Thank back you. to the beginning. <laughs> not at all. Um, it really started with a rock bottom bo- moment, which you know now might sound a little uh, cliche because I think you know, we have two choices when we hit rock bottom, right? We can either disintegrate um, and completely lose our shit and fall apart, um, or we can just build something brand new. And I think for me, my rock bottom moment happened um, in 2008. So God, I can't believe we're, it's almost 12 years out from that now. Um, But when I found out that my high school sweetheart and husband of eight years um, had been living basically a double life, (laughs) um, had been having an affair and Um, I think the thing that was really dramatic about it that caused it to be a complete explosion in my life was um, that we had just lost our house in bankruptcy. It was the middle of the financial crisis. I hadn't worked in two years. I was literally returning cans for formula. (laughs) We had three little kids. We had twins that were a year old. So like they were too young to even like go to daycare. I hadn't worked, you know, in a couple of years. So it was just perfect shit 
storm show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just right. could not have gotten worse across the board. Um, and so, you know, I, I spent like the first 24 hours just thinking like, oh my God, I don't even know how to survive. Like, I don't know how to like take care of my kids and what do I do? I mean, our water had a shut off notice on it. Our rent was three weeks late. Like I was like, literally, how do you survive? <laughs> I, I honestly, <laughs> like, I can't shelter, even imagine. Like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, you know, it was the worst possible case scenario. But I think um, in in that moment, I kept on just thinking like, I can't, I can't. It's, you know, and I'm, I'm like most women, I want to figure shit out. I want to get a plan. You know, we're juggling a bunch of shit at the same time. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, there's got to be a way. So, I, you know, run all these scenarios in my mind and everything just seemed really impossible. And I had a defining um, thought or intuition or God or whatever you want to call it. Um, in the middle of that absolute darkest blackness, that first night that was just like, what if you can, and that Mm. changed everything. It just changed everything because instead of saying like, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't, which just closes every door, like just crapped through, you know, with your back against the wall, just the thought of what if I can started opening that. Right. So it started allowing me to, to start thinking, to start brainstorming, to start like, coming up with a plan. And, um, as I started realizing I was going to have to build a completely new life from absolute scratch, it was going to be like invention time. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Um, and I knew, I think pretty instantly that I, I wasn't going to be able to recreate what I just had. I knew that, um, even though I didn't know anyone else who'd been through divorce or any of those things, I just, you know, you can't, <laughs> put the genie back in the bottle. Right. right. Um, so I thought, okay, well, if I, I have to, you know, do this on my own now and, um, figure this out, then why don't I make a life I always wanted? <laughs> and it mm. just opened like this freedom for me. And even though shit was really hard, I mean, really hard. I was on food stamps for the first two years. I mean, it was not pretty. Um, mm. but the hope was there. And as I started imagining who, this new woman would be who this new mom would be, just all of this stuff that I was like really creating in my imagination. I went on Google images and started finding pictures that were matching what I was creating in my head. And I didn't know anything about anything. I'd never read self-help. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, mm-hmm. but I knew that it made me feel better. And that was enough. I was like, this makes me happy. It makes me not think about the shit storm that's happening in my life. Um, right. And so I put those pictures all around um, in my cube when I got my very first job and it just started working and it was crazy. It was like a year and a half later, almost that whole board just started coming to life in a very short period of time. So wow. it was just like waking up in a different life a year and a half later. Um, and it hasn't stopped since. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's incredible. And, you know, just, I have three kids as well. And so, and, you know, I just can't even imagine, but I think that what you said in terms of that question that, that often comes in where like you get the fear and you're like, Oh, all the things that could go wrong. But like the question of, well, what if it doesn't, you know, like yeah. that's such a powerful, that's such a game changer, you know, for whatever anybody's going through. Yeah. Anyone can use it. I actually, it's, it's the first section, um, in my new book, future boards, because what I've really started to realize is it's, a it's magic. <laughs> Those two words are complete magic because 
we're always thinking of them in the negative, always, 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 pretty much every time those two words come together for most people, it's what if I fail? What if no one likes me? What if no one shows up? What if this is a disaster? You know, that's how we know those two words. It's just the, the, the way it works. And so if we start to realize that just those two words and everything that follows is either closing every door, door for us and locking us in a corner, or it's opening everything. It opens possibility. So if you just turn that sentence around on all those things I just said, so what if I succeed? Um, what if ever? What if it's sold out? What if everyone comes? What if people really love me? You know, mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, just by switching sentence, it's not rocket science, right? We're <laughs> just switching right. sentence. But then your brain actually wants to think about it and wants to say, okay, well what if I'm successful? So what does that look like? What changes in my life? How do I get there? And boom, you've opened Pandora's box and now you can start to make changes. Yes. Um, so if that's all anyone takes away from today, that alone is going to rock your world. I promise. Yeah. Well, and I do think too, I mean, it, it feels different energetically. So like you actually can feel like the shift, you know, just in your body too, when you start to like you said, then it, it kind of brings opportunities in because you're Not, more open to them, you know, it almost automatically turns a switch on in your brain for creativity. It's, it's mm -hmm. kind of, I don't know how else to really put it. And I've done a lot of work the last couple of years, um, with people who kind of put themselves in two different categories. Either one is a dreamer. So kind of everything I just described about imagining my new life, they do that all the time. You know, they feel like they've done that their whole life. Mm -hmm. But not everyone is like that, right? So there's a whole, you know, 50, 60% of the population who's completely on the other side, who's more analytical and more of like a thinker mindset where that just seems crazy to them. <laughs> like, why would right. I do that? But I'm telling you, what if works in both and especially really good for thinkers who are not used to just daydreaming about stuff that doesn't seem relevant to today. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so that sure. if you're a thinker and if you find it hard to daydream about new possibilities in your life, just start saying, what if, what mm -hmm. if I succeed? What if I started that business? What if I took this risk? What if, you know, and it's going to open the questions in your own mind, that kind of creativity that you're searching for yeah, that will lead you there. It's really magical. Yeah. Well, and so kind of just going back there again, though. So you said you, you had that kind of, okay, well, what if, but then like practically, like, what did mm -hmm. you do? You know, because then you said you got an, another job. Like how did yeah. those opportunities find you? Yeah. Here's the thing. You got to be willing to hustle. And I, I have to tell you that, um, there's a huge blessing in rock bottom. And I hope to God, none of your listeners ever find that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I right. hope you never have to get to rock bottom to find your lesson. Um, so please learn from me or other people and avoid rock bottom. But um, the beautiful thing that it gives you is you have absolutely no pride. <laughs> I don't know how else to better. Like you just stopped giving a shit. So mm. there was one thing that mattered and it was survival and nothing else mattered. So because nothing else mattered, I no longer cared if people thought it was crazy that I was dreaming of a different life. I no longer cared if, you know, people thought it was crazy that I thought I could do this, that, or the other thing. I didn't give a shit. I was like, you're not living this life. So I'm going to do whatever I got to do. Right? Um, right. And honestly, that was a huge blessing. I probably would not have, I know for a fact, I couldn't have done that because I tried to make 
um, an old school vision board when I was married and my ex was like, what are you doing? And I was embarrassed. I hit it. I never looked at it again. So I know I wouldn't have had that, that courage before. Um, and then, you know, the second piece of it is we are all capable of figuring it out. Mm-hmm. We are so, so capable of doing things. We had no idea that we could do the strength that is in every single one of us is incredible. And so as soon as I realized that I absolutely had to do something, like I literally had to move out of our place because we didn't have the rent for it. I just kicked into gear of what do I need to do? Right. And we all have Mm -hmm. that capability. So I literally sold everything that we own, my wedding rings, like everything, got myself a little apartment and took three months to get a job, but I got a job. And as the minute that I got a job, I was like, that was, the one door that cracked open and I'm going to push it open, push it open, push it open. And so I think the combination of me starting to dream about a different life really created motivation in me, but also my circumstances were the most motivating, motivating thing of all. Like I had to feed my kids. Right. Right. And so I knew that I was going to have to step up to the plate and do more with most opportunities than anyone else. I was going to have to show up bigger, show up stronger, um, be more reliable, deliver more. Um, Mm -hmm. and it really was the thing that started, but you know, I'll tell you that first job, my salary was poverty wage. I couldn't come off food stamps with it. So, Mm. you know, I don't want anybody to be like, Oh yeah, you got a job and everything's rosy. That's that's (laughs) not how it happens. But I'm telling you, once you do start to take those opportunities and you start focusing on what you want more than focusing on the shit storm in your life, or even just the boringness in your life. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. bad, right? Just right. mundane. Whatever you're thinking about today is creating today over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so just by me kind of switching my mindset as almost like a survival technique, kind of going into this daydream of my future life, I had no idea, but it was actually creating it. And it was getting me out of the shit storm faster because I wasn't focusing on it. I was focusing on the future. Yeah. And so now I know that that's, you know, a huge key to manifesting, but I didn't then and it works. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and I think I know Barbara Corcoran often, she talks about like what she looks in leader for in entrepreneurs and leaders when she um, decides to invest. And she talks about resilience, you know, your ability to basically um, like be where you're at and then be resilient enough to say, okay, I'm going to choose something differently. Or I'm going to figure it out. Like I'm going to be scrappy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna... adapt. I mean, hustle is one of my favorite words because yeah. it's number one. I think there are some people who kind of have it within them. I definitely have been a hustler my whole life. It's just kind of how I operate, but I've also learned that it's something that you can create in yourself. Even if you're a person who's like, you know, I'm not really all that motivated. It takes a long time for me to get motivated. I'll stay motivated. Listen, it's just a recipe. If you follow the recipe, you will get there and you'll stay there and your dreams will motivate you bigger than anything else. And that was kind of the longer I was spending imagining my dream life, the more it was motivating me, the more I was like, Oh, I want that. Like I'm willing to work hard. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm willing to hunker down. I'm willing to literally buy nothing but food and pay rent for a couple of years if this is in my future. Right. But so many people get stuck in that spot where they're like, oh, this is my life and this is going to be my life forever. And then they wonder why they don't have any motivation to move because they don't know where they're going. Right. They don't know where they're going. How are you going to have any motivation? 
Right. Like, they don't have the big why. So like, what's the point, right? They're just kind of like moving along. Yeah. Um, or where you're, yeah. If you don't have that kind of dream set, if you don't have a good understanding of things are going to change and when they change, this is what I want it to change to. Mm-hmm. It won't change. It just right. won't. That's right. not how it works. Yeah. Well, and I think that sometimes when people think about, you know, vision boards or, you know, manifesting, there is this, um, idea that, oh, well, I just put a picture up or I just say some affirmations and then it just happens. And it's like, well, but it's more than that. Cause you actually have to move in the direction of those dreams, right? Yeah. Like you're not just statically necessarily putting it up. Like you're still hustling, you know, you're still taking Absolutely. action, right? Yeah. Um, and I think something that's so different about, um, you know, future boards than anything anyone's ever done, dream board, goal board, I don't care what you call it, um, is, this is completely different. So there's a lot of work that goes into this before we ever get to a place where we find a picture. Mm. Um, so like if I'm working with a client one-on-one, we actually work together for five weeks before they get to start looking for pictures. So it's a lot because we have to find out who it is. We have to architect our life kind of the exact right. same way that I did back on day one. I was like, if I have to start from scratch, who's this woman? I want her to be successful. So what does she look like? How does she show up in the world? How does she mother? Where does she vacation? Like I had to map all of that out and create it and decide what it was I really wanted and who I wanted to become mm-hmm. before I could ever get to a place where I was like, oh, I wonder what that looks like in a picture, right? Right. Um, and so that's so critical. Otherwise you're just making a collage and yeah. we're not teenagers. So why bother? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that's so cool. Let's turn that yeah. so um, true. So, <laughs> So this that you're looking at behind me, the one in the frame is, is my master future board. Um, it is it, an intentional physical representation of my future life plan. That's the best way to put it. So, so yeah, is- so, so tell us, yeah, like, so tell us practice. So the difference between vision board and future board, if you Yeah, to- so one of the biggest, most obvious ones is we don't use magazines. So there's none of that. You cannot create a future board at a party. Um, none of that. This is, this is, this is truly the creation of your future life. So this mm. is very customized. Every person has to do it for themselves and on their own. I mean, I can give like tips in, so I do workshops and stuff. I'll give you tips and I'll kind of teach you how to do it, but there's never going to be a time where we're going to sit in a room and do that together. That has to be your thing. You have to custom create your life. Right. Um, and so the other big, big one is that every authentic future board has five categories. So I believe so strongly in, we need to uplevel our whole life mm. as a package, right? Yes. Not just focusing on, on our career and, hey, I wanna be super successful and these are my career goals. And then everything else in our life dies <laughs> as right. a result, right? We just like completely kill off relationships and don't take care of ourselves and all that. So. I'm saying, okay, what is the next level of your entire life look like? And that's a much harder question. People really struggle with probably three of the five categories that we have to flush out because there are things they don't ever think about. But as mm. soon as you start thinking about your life in experiences, in moments, in um, memories that you want to create, then it all starts to make sense. And you're starting to live a life in every iteration of that leveling up that is truly, truly satisfying. So Mm. I'm not waiting for something to happen to feel satisfied. I'm actually creating that from day one. 
It's really powerful. I love that. So what are the categories then, the five categories you mentioned? So we have uh, relationships is number one. That um, is all people in your life. So again, Mm -hmm. most people are only putting on if they want to manifest, you know, um, a love of their life or whatever. So they're forgetting about all the other people in their life. Super Mm -hmm. important to have your girlfriends on there, even if you don't have any Um, mentors, your, you know, a team, people that help you. So all of that. Mm. Um, And then we have career and ambitions. So I work with, you know, a lot of women who their career goal is to retire. (laughs) They don't, they don't want to continue to work forever, which is amazing, but you still always have to be focused on what am I going to build out? That's going to fill my time. Cause guess what? When we retire, we're not just going to sit there and stare at a wall. Right. So what do I want? That's going to fill my time and totally fulfill me at the same time. And, um, then passions and joys, which is the number one (laughs) that most women just blank stare at me. They're like, what are you talking about? Who has time for that shit? Mm -hmm. Um, but it's super important. Like, what do you like to do? And can you start to build in two hours of that a week? Can you start to make that a priority? Um, You know, whether it's photography or cooking or baking or art or whatever, you have to have something that disconnects you from everything really that clears your mind, that -hmm. makes you happy in the moment while you're doing it. I mean, that's so great for your creativity. It's so great for you showing up better in your relationships, just all of that stuff. And it takes a little while to kind of get that going, but it's something from a skill set that you will always have. You will mm-hmm. always know, hey, I can do this thing or these three or four things and I'm going to feel good. That's going to be a good hour in my day. It's stress reliever, right? right. Um, and then we have finance and wealth um, and mind and body. So those are mm-hmm. our five. Awesome. And so, um, and how did you kind of come up with these? I mean, I know you said you were just kind of dreaming in the beginning. It was just kind of starting to dream about what this would look like. But I mean, this concept, how did, why did you feel like it needed to be something different than what you had known through vision boards? Yeah. I mean, I always just went back to that first board because when I, when I very first started sharing any of this, it was on my blog. Um, and I would put like a picture, you know, of my board and then I would share a story of how it manifested and people were like, holy shit, like you keep putting these up, like what is going on? And, and I didn't think it would work initially. So I always took pictures to prove it. Mm. Like, so oddly enough, my, my mission since day one has been to prove that this stuff works. I've now very well proven it over and over right. again, but I still do. I still take side-by-side pictures. I still do timelines. I still share exactly how things manifest. So people understand kind of how that works. Um, but if, if I go back to that very first one, it was about creating from a completely blank slate, which is what I have every single client do. Mm-hmm. And trust me, it is harder than it sounds because we don't have a blank slate in our mind, right? We have an idea of how the next couple of years are gonna unfold in maybe one or two areas of our life. And it's very hard for us to disconnect from that and start from scratch and Mm. say, what if everything I know to be true wasn't and I could have whatever I wanted, what on earth would that be? Um, And it takes a little while to kind of get there and get past your blocks to be able to get there. Mm-hmm. But again, since I was at such a low spot, it really helped me because my blocks were gone. I was just like, whatever, I don't care. Um, but when I had imagined this new life, I did it in a 360 way. That's the best way that I can start to describe it. I imagine myself wearing, you know, those goggles that you wear 
in a game, a video game, right? That you can see everything, you can kind of walk around. And that's what I did. I just like walked around my life. So what does, you know, my career look like as I'm going into work every day? What does that look like? Are there people around me? What am I wearing? You know, what am I driving to get there? Um, how does my body look? How do I feel in my body? Um, how am I taking care of myself? Um, how am I interacting with my kids? You know, showing up for them. What does our home life look like? So I just literally went around in every category. Um, and it's been, if, I think now, um, it's one of the most unique things that I teach teach, and one of the biggest joys I get as a coach to see people really start to live that full, happy, like joyous life in all these areas that they didn't even know they were missing, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I do think that that's so important to have those different categories that you had described, because sometimes we think about the vision we're creating and you do get kind of focused on like career or focused on like the husband that you're right. trying to create or whatever it is. Like it's usually one or two things. It's not the whole package, but you know, in order to live, if you're talking about up leveling like your whole life, then yeah. it has to include all of those things too, you know? Right. If, if you intend to be happy when you get there. And, and I think a lot of people have initial blocks because there's so many bad stories about, you know, people who have wealth and have nothing else or have no family or have no one around them or whatever. But when you're creating your life this way, it's impossible to end up there, right? Because we're right. creating it with the understanding that my relationships are as important as my career set. Yes. My finances are as important as my mindset and my body, you know, piece of it. All of those are important. And if one of them starts dropping or lagging, it's going to affect the whole grid, you know? So once you can really start to identify like dream case scenario, what does it look like in all of these areas? Then you have your custom built life plan. And then it's just about putting the steps in place to start making it happen. Right. Well, and I think you're right. A lot of people may think, oh, well, if I get that dream job, then I'm going to be hustling so much. Or I'm going to be working so much. And then I'm in the lack in these areas. And it's that idea of, I think when you're, when you get more, or when you've seen the magic of being able to manifest things in your life, you, it's from a place of flow versus hustle, right? right. Because things just kind of, it, I mean, it's, we talked about hustle earlier and you have to take yeah. action, but it doesn't have to be as hard as it, as it feels in your mind sometimes. Right. So right. How would you help people kind of get that? Or how do you talk to them about that? Well, I mean, there's a couple of things. One, I feel like there is always going to be hustle in it, no matter what. So for instance, um, you know, part of my up leveling the last couple months is, you know, COVID has obviously thrown us all into spin, but when it first started, I asked myself one question. I said, what will be my legacy of 2020? And I wanted to create a legacy in 2020. I wanted to look back when everyone else was saying it was the worst year ever. You know, we did nothing sat around, we gained 20 pounds, whatever. Right. I want to say these are the five things that I did during COVID and because of it, it catapulted my career into another another space, but also for me too, right? So mm -hmm. um, on the personal side of it, because we have all these categories, right? So I'm not just focused on the career piece. Um, and so this year I put so many changes in, into practice. I mean, one was the commitment to show up fully dressed in my day every single day. I know that might sound crazy, for all those ladies out there who do that every day, I 
you are my inspiration. <laughs> I have to say, I don't know one of those ladies in real life. <laughs> mm, yeah. Everyone yeah. I know in real life shows up in sweatpants. Okay. <laughs> um, and I've done that for many, many, many years, but it, it was slowly starting to erode a lot of things about me, even my personality that I did not like. Um, and, and I knew I was getting my, giving myself an easy pass. Right. So that right. was an area I was like, Hey, this area is slipping. It needs to be here. If I'm going to be this woman, mm. right. So yeah. I don't wake up as this woman who is, you know, on top of the world, living her dreams, has her TV show, does all this stuff. And I'm still a sweatpant girl. Mm. Right. I yes. have to be like, it has to be a habit. I have to be showing up. I have to be used to this. My poor little feet have to be used to heels every single day. Like I got to be ready to step into that shit. I can't right. be waiting for it to happen. And then hopefully I can rise to the occasion. No, no, no. I'm setting that standard for myself right now. So there is hustle involved. That wasn't an easy change for me to make. You know, I had to change my whole day around. It, it's been a little bit messy. I'm not going to lie, but you know, I'm now like two months into it. I feel like a new person, you know, I'm starting mm-hmm. to get the routine down, whatever. So there's hustle involved in showing up as the woman behind me on this, on this screen. Right. Mm, I don't, right. I don't just wake up as her, um, or I'm not waiting for the TV show offer to then decide to be her. Does that kind right. of make sense? Yes, and absolutely. Everyone is doing that. Everyone is like, well, when I get successful, then I'll get a trainer and get my body right. Well, right. when I meet the love of my life, then I'll put on lipstick. <laughs> you know, like right. it doesn't work that way. Get your shit together first, man. <laughs> What's hilarious about that is actually I I have like a similar story to you because I had been, I mean, you know, with COVID, like working more from home. And so was getting into this kind of rut of like wearing sweatpants and not really doing my makeup or not really doing my hair unless I had to go out and meet a client. And so I actually just about a month ago was like, no, I am going to figure like, I can't do this. I need to start to show up every day as the person that I want to be. Cause also, you know, if I feel like you know, filming a video that might, or creating exactly. some content, like then you're ready for it. You're not like, Oh, but I didn't get dressed this morning. So now I've got to, you know what I mean? Like you're prepared you, for I've every gotten, opportunity. Yeah. I've gotten to the place. I've, I've worked from home for eight years. It's a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. It had definitely started to, you know, change me as a person. I was very, I'm a very outgoing person, but after eight years of, you know, just being home with the kids and interacting online, um, it starts to change you. Right. And so when I really realized that, and I got to the place where I was turning down opportunities, you know, like I wouldn't do any podcast with video. So it was so funny. I didn't even have to look and think if we were on video today, because I was like, it doesn't matter. I'm video ready every day. Um, but I was, I was, I was, I literally would not do a podcast unless it was audio only. I'm like, you know, and so when I started to realize, wow, it's really affecting areas that actually matter to me and it's going to block my success mm, full on. Yeah. So, you know, all of us have something that might not be your thing that is blocking you, but you have something. And here's the thing, you know, it's blocking you. I knew it. Mm-hmm, right. right. I knew it. I knew it wasn't healthy. I knew it was a bad decision. I knew it was blocking me and I wanted to hang on to it a little bit longer until mm. I got to the place where I was like, I will never be the person and I'm great at manifesting and I'm no, mm-hmm. no, no doubt that I'm going to manifest it, but I'm not ever going to be that person. I'm never going to feel that unless I start now, mm. unless I start becoming her right now. Right. Um, and so I think that kind of example is across the board on everything. Yeah. On everything. So it's always going to require your involvement, but 
I will tell you, like when the big things manifest, they always feel like they were so easy, but here's the thing. And that message is out there a lot in law of attraction stuff. And it drives me crazy because that's all they tell you. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, just be in the flow. Everything's great. Don't, don't struggle. Don't hustle yeah. too hard because when it happens, it's just like, voila. Right. But here's the thing they don't tell you is that you've been working on it for the three years before the voila came. Right. Yes. Okay. Like that's the truth. You took risks before then you took opportunities before then you wanted it bad enough to try something that didn't work out so good before then. Mm-hmm. And then when all of that comes together, the preparation, the work, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the desire, the day that it happens, it's like, holy shit, how could it be that easy? Like, right. Oh my God. It all just falls into place, but don't get tricked. It, it requires your involvement the whole way through. Right. Right. Well, and what do you, what would you say to people that feel like, well, I've done, um, you know, I've tried to manifest before, but it just doesn't work for me. Like, what do you think are some of the biggest blocks for people? Well, they didn't do this. (laughs) 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 Number one. So so I'll straight up tell you, like, I don't think vision boards work. Mm. I don't think they, they work. I mean, that's literally why when I started doing this, I started taking proof pictures because I was like, I got to figure this out. This doesn't make any sense to me. And the way that I do this is not at all how people do vision boards. So that is why I can speak to what I do and know for a fact it works. I've seen it happen with literally thousands of people around the world. Um, and it, you you could be a person who's done stuff like this before or has never heard of it before. It doesn't matter. My kids manifest from their boards all the time. So wow. you don't have to have any kind of knowledge of this, but you do have to come at it from the way I teach it. And I'm not trying to be like, whatever. It's just yeah. very, very different. And so, yeah. it's a methodology. That's just a recipe. It's like, you know, if you're going on Pinterest and you're getting a recipe for a cake and you follow it halfway, what are you going to get? Right. <laughs> it's not going to be good. Right. But if you right. follow it, you're going to get a cake. Right. So, right. I mean, there, everything about this is different. Yeah. Um, and so I don't really care if you've made 20 boards and they didn't manifest, you didn't do this. So, right. <laughs> well, and so, you know, and tell me about what you're doing with future boards now, because I know you've got trainings to help people, um, you know, follow your proven method. Um, how can, you know, people follow this or what, what are ways that they can, they can learn more about it? Yeah. So the book, hashtag future oh, boards, um, in stores everywhere. Um, you can get it on Amazon for 15 bucks. Um, that I've always been very adamant, especially coming from where I came from that you should be able, if you have the desire to learn anything under 20 bucks, right? Mm -hmm. So 15 bucks has all the homework, walks you step-by-step. You can literally do everything I talked about um, through there. The next kind of level, you can get the workbook, which I have um, online. It just helps you make it more personal, helps you really customize it, helps you understand it a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have a free training at futureboard.net that mm-hmm. is a one hour training. So that'll help you a lot. It'll help you really kind of understand the categories, what you're looking for, teaches you where to find the pictures, which is a big deal. Um, and then um, I do a transformation boot camp. I do four a year. So I'm starting one in January. So there's all different levels for wherever you're at um, in your journey. And either way, it will work for you if you do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and we'll have all of those in the show notes too. So people can, you know, learn more about, um, you know, how to follow your process um, and really hopefully have 
their dreams and visions come to life, especially this is a good time of year to be thinking of that, right? Perfect time of year. Perfect time. Yes, totally. Um, so what's, and what's coming up for you? So you've just finished, did you just finish future boards? Um, it came out a year ago, July. So it's been out about a year and a half. And right now I'm working on, uh, two books. I'm working on a book that is everything I wish I knew. Um, so it's just general advice across the board on everything for women. Um, and then doing one on mottos, um, because, we're having crazy success with mottos in my coaching group right now. Um, and, and they're hard to find and hard to make the ones that really, really work. Um, but when you get it, they're so powerful. So those are my two projects. I'm knee deep in right now. (laughs) That's super exciting. Um, and so one other question I have for you is about your, so you just mentioned you have your kids doing, um, you know, future boards as well. So, and I think that's really powerful because I think if we can teach our kids, like nobody ever talked to me about this, you know, when I was growing up, like my parents just didn't know, you know? Um, so how do you incorporate that with your, your kids? How, how have you talked to them about that? Oh my God. It's in everything. <laughs> they, uh, my girls. I mean, I, you know, I started doing this when they were under two years old. And so it's like all they've ever known. We have, um, they have multiple ones in their room and in their desk area. We have a family travel one, um, that we put together. It was funny because my daughter was actually looking at her board this morning and saw like five things that have manifest that we didn't even realize had manifest. Um, one is Paris. I just got us tickets to Paris for July. Fingers crossed. travel will be good then um you know so they and I had no idea she even had that picture on her board but no idea um so it manifests for them as well as it does for me I think the key is parents especially have a really hard time no matter how much we think like this right it's a different thing to tell your kid you can dream anything that you want when you feel like you're the one that's supposed to provide it for them Right. Mm -hmm. So for instance, if you have a five or six year old and they say, Hey mom, I want to go to Disneyland. Let's put Disneyland on our board. Your mom brain is thinking, well, when can I do that? How can I afford it? When, you know, I don't want them to get their hopes up. And so you got to disconnect from all that shit. (laughs) And it's Mm -hmm. harder as a mom, but you have to, you have to teach your children, Hey, it's okay to dream when you don't know how it's going to work out. It's okay to put it out there when I don't have all the answers. Guess what? If you want to ride this ride in Disney World, that's going to happen for you. I can promise you that. And you can look your kid in the face and say, I promise you there's going to come a day where you're going to ride that ride in Disneyland. Mm, Yeah. You don't get stuck to timelines. And literally, that's all a kid needs. Right. They just need to know, hey, someday that's going to happen to me. I can't wait. And that's where we have to get to as adults, too, is step away from the timeline. Just get excited for when it is going to happen. I love that. So how early was it that they started creating their own, uh, future boards? Like at what age do you think you, I my mean, obviously they've been with it. From the Evan and my daughters have started making their boards since they were five, probably. So they've made multiple boards. They have all their friends come over at the beginning of the year and they all make their boards. Their friends have manifested off their boards. One of, um, my daughter's best friends, um, had both Disneyland and a plane and LA on her board. She had all that come true last year um, for the first time. So yeah, it, it's really magical. It, there just is a process. I definitely don't want people to think like go collaging and you're going to wake right. up tomorrow in that life. Like do the work, do the work. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's where they can learn more about that work by, um, you know, getting in touch with you, 
getting your training, getting the book, you know, which is available um, to them. And how long would you say people from the time they get the book or listen to a training? I mean, what does that timeline look like? Because I know you mentioned before you even start to put, you know, pictures together, you're going to want to do the work first. So timeline wise, if they got the book today, you know, what would be the book today, you'd be ready to make your board on January 1st. So I would get the book today. Okay. (laughs) Um, because it takes, it does take a while. I mean, before you get to the place where you're looking at putting your pictures together, we got to find out what's blocking you. Do you have money blocks? Do you have worthiness blocks? Where do they come from? Why are they there? How do we get rid of them? Um, we have to get past all that to be able to really dream from a blank plate, you know, blank space. Um, so all of that homework is in the book that really walks you through, and then it will help you break out the categories and dream those big and do the next category and dream. So it's very, um, step-by-step, but I will tell you, um, I have a private coaching circle and we meet twice a week and the women in there are manifesting anywhere from like immediately. (laughs) I had one lady say, I I keep putting all of my, my, uh, pictures in my online board and I keep going to print them, but then I realize I've already manifested that. So now I have to go find another picture. So timeline for manifesting. I mean, I've seen it happen in a week some of my stuff has taken 10 years. So who knows, but what I, if you put in the work and if you also start changing your mindset, it can happen instantaneously. I mean, it's, mm, it's yeah. Really well, and what are some of the ways that you talked about? So, you know, first doing the categories and then you've got to figure out what blocks you have. What are ways that you help people deal with those blocks? Cause I agree that can be a real struggle for people especially yeah, money blocks. You yeah. Know. That's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother show. Um, okay. yeah, I would say that that's a, that's a huge piece of it. Huge piece. Yeah. Because if, if you aren't moving past that, the pictures you're putting on are probably just one level above where your life is right now, which mm-hmm. we need to get you at like level six. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, we want some room for the, the universe to work with here. <laughs> we right. need to have a little room. Um, it's either that or they're the things that you in your heart know probably will never happen. And you're just putting on on there because you were told to, you know, so you mm-hmm. need to get to the that place where it's true and authentic in your mm-hmm. own uh, soul. And I would say money blocks are the number one thing that I work with clients on. It's, it's a big deal. It's a, and, and you do not have to have, not have money to have a money block. I want to be really clear on that. You Mm -hmm. can be financially very successful. Um, You could be a very successful entrepreneur and still have blocks about getting to the next level. You know, if you're a millionaire, you might have a lot of blocks about, you know, making 10 million a year versus 1 million a year, because here's the thing. It changes everything about your life. Every single thing. And no one thinks about that. And they're afraid to even think about it. Right. Um, And so that's another reason why I'm always focused on those five categories. We're up leveling the whole thing so that we can start to look at that and adjust it um, and get it to a place where we want it before we're, we're living that. So if you're making, let's say a hundred grand a year and you want to make a million a year, you better understand that your kids are going to go to a different school. You're going to wear different clothes. You're going to have different friends. Like that is just the reality of life. And until you look at that and decide, okay, well, this is how I want that part of my life to get better. And Mm -hmm. that part, you're going to block yourself from ever getting there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's intense work, but it's good work because that's when you you change. Wow. Well, this has been so awesome. I mean, we've been 
um, talking for, you know, 45 minutes now. So, (laughs) and I feel like we're just, you know, have so many more things we could delve into, you know, (laughs) but, um, but I really appreciate your time because I think one of the biggest things that I was really struck with about your story and even just talking to you is that, uh, you know, whatever circumstance you find yourself in now, you know, you have the power to change. You are, we are all, you know, divine beings that are so powerful and we have the opportunity in every moment to create a new story, you know, and I think your story, especially, you know, illustrates that, that you can be at rock bottom. You don't have to be at rock bottom, but you can be and choose differently that, that doesn't have to define you. And now you're defined by all of these, you know, other things that you've chosen consciously to create and to come into being. And so I think that that's, um, that's an awesome message. And I, I hope that our listeners, you know, reach out to you. So tell us how they can find more about you. I know you mentioned a few of the links and we'll certainly have them in the show notes, but the best way to contact you is. Yeah. So just go to my website, which is sarahcentrella.com. Um, and you'll, there's the pop-up for the, the training that I talked about. So that's an easy way to get there obviously my books and, um, and all my classes and all that kind of good stuff. Um, and I do virtual workshops now too. So <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, well, and you look fabulous too. So I'm Thank glad you. that you're up, you know, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, thank you again, again, really appreciate your time. Yes. Thanks so much for having me. I'm Kara and you've been listening to soul inspiring business. If you found this helpful, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And if you feel so bold, share with others as well. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to growing together.